Microsoft's key areas of cybersecurity focus for 2019, securing the future of credit card payments online and offline, and a peek behind the curtain of ISMG's plans for the coming year. These stories and more in this week's ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Nick Holland. There's one company that's at the sharp end of cybersecurity, it's Microsoft. Given the sheer ubiquity of the Windows operating system, the Office suite of software, and myriad other points of interface across PCs, game consoles, smartphones, and connected cars, protecting end users and businesses is no small task. I spoke with Joram Bornstein, General Manager of Microsoft's Cybersecurity Solutions Group, about three key areas that he sees as being a significant focus for 2019. Um, yeah, I think I think as as we at Microsoft look ahead to uh, to 2019, I think there are probably three main areas that we're we're anticipating seeing a lot of activity from our our customers and our partners. Um, and these are not in any particular order necessarily. I think one is around heterogeneity, um, and I can again I'll define each of these in a moment. I'd say you know the next one is really around uh, passwordless. You know, is passwordless sort of real? Is it futuristic? Is it the present? And then, and then, um, you know, uh, unfortunately, a tried and true topic that I don't think is going away anytime soon is uh, uh, business email compromise, right? Back. So, so if I, if I if I take those again from the top, I mean, I'd say when I when I when I mentioned heterogeneity, Nick, what I'm really refer- referring to is that you know most of the CISOs that we spend time with really are dealing with incredibly incredibly complex environments, um, and those environments are getting more complex by the day because of uh, an expanding surface area, right, from IoT and industrial IoT devices, bring your own devices, and, and an environment in which many of them have, have either because of M&A or because of decisions made by predecessors or what have you, simply, you know, have this sort of disconnected landscape, right, which with tools that, that operate effectively in silos, um, and that just puts more burden on them from a staffing and an operational point of view. Um, look, we know generally staffing, you know, there, depending on which data you look at, Nick, there's a deficit, you know, globally of cybersecurity workers anywhere between one and three million people. And th- that, those, those numbers don't seem to be getting any better. And I think if you, if you have an incredibly heterogeneous environment with, with all sorts of uh, niche tools operating independently, you know, effectively you're, you're making life worse operationally for your, for your team and, and your recruiting, you know, is going to be that much harder and your attention as well. Yeah, I'd say that would be sort of topic number one. I'd say on, on passwordless, um, I think 2019 is going to finally be the year that passwordless is no longer referred to as the future. Um, I think, you know, it, we, we've lived in this environment for the last at least decade or so where we know people hate passwords. We know human beings are really bad at choosing passwords. And we know human beings are lazy about the passwords that they do choose. And I think that that's a pretty uniform, you know, statement about sort of humanity. And I think Passwordless and, and if passwordless could happen technologically, I think has always been the thrust of the the dialogue until now. And I and I would argue very strongly that I think next year is really the year that people are not going to say it's in the future. People are going to say, no, it's here, it's now. The tools and, and capabilities exist for that to be a reality, you know, uh, ubiquitously. You know, and then and then third, Nick, I'd say around uh, business email compromise, right? Beck, again, I think it's a, a, an item that. Um, it, or it's an attack vector, I should say, probably a better way to describe it, um, that I think, you know, certainly we continue to see with our own incident response team um, and our own work with CISOs and, and their teams, 
um, it continues to be the number one, you know, entree point into into uh, digital environments by by the adversary, and the way that adversaries and attackers, you know, uh, use compromised credentials, the way they get into accounts, the lack of MFA being turned on, the lack of password lists, right, which would also, you know, help the situation, you know, all always on this problem. And while I think we are slowly turning the tide on it as an industry, I think, you know, generally speaking. If you're a cyber adversary and you're thinking about your own 2019 kind of areas of focus, unfortunately, I would have to say that, you know, I think that will continue to be a, a, a large focus for, for our, our attackers. You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. Well, the shift to chip cards in the U.S. is mostly completed, the payment industry is still working hard behind the scenes to mitigate fraud online and offline. I spoke with Randy Vanderhoof, director of the US Payments Forum, about 2019 initiatives for the card payments industry around standards such as EMV 3D Secure and contactless payments at the point of sale. Here's Randy. Well, the US Payments Forum has, has really served two roles, and we anticipate that 20, 2019 we're going to continue in that area. One is um, to... Um, you know, to raise the level of education and information about these new technologies and standards. But more importantly, is to bring together the stakeholders that are represented that have to implement these technologies, uh, particularly the payment brands, the issuers, the merchants, the processors, and all the technology parties that, that operate in between them. Um, they all need to have a seat at the table and to discuss the ways in which this technology is going to operate because um, significant investments are required as well as time and, um, and resources uh, in, in implementing these solutions. And therefore, there needs to be this continuous um, communication and dialogue and feedback channel. So as when merchants start to implement EMV 3DS, they might come up with um, questions about the specification and how it's implemented and provide a feedback channel back to the standards bodies to perhaps um, provide updates or uh, changes to the specifications in the future. Uh, our role is, is really to be the forum to bring those bodies together and to give them an opportunity to interact with one another so that everyone is operating with the same information. And then we believe that that will help facilitate faster and better and more cost-effective implementations of these rather complex uh, specifications and standards. And, and in addition to, um, you know, the focus that I've, I've, I've spent the last few minutes on in terms of the online channels, there's still quite a bit of activity that's still going on um, in the physical space. As you know, contactless uh, payment cards are um, coming into the into the market this year, and merchants are um, looking at how that's going to impact on their uh, point of sale systems and and making um, business decisions in terms of their ability to enable their systems to support um, new contactless cards and, and and mobile wallet solutions. We have specific you know uh, um, retail markets like. Um, the retail petroleum industry, which is still aggressively moving towards their EMV uh, implementation and fraud liability shift timeline of 2020. 
And now we have um, a, a rapidly expanding group focused on the transportation market and in particular looking at how contactless cards and mobile wallets can be adopted in the mass transit system in large cities like Chicago and New York and Dallas and um, and San Francisco and, and, and many other cities around the country. So um, there's no shortage of, it, of, of working committees working on important issues, and we expect that uh, we're going to see a lot more activity coming out of the U.S. Payments Forum in 2019. Finally, it's never a dull moment for the ISMG team, and 2019 is already shaping up to be more than a little eventful for myself and the crew. I spoke with Tom Field, ISMG's SVP of Editorial, on what we can expect for the coming year and what surprises may be lurking in the wings. So let's talk about known knowns and unknown knowns. So what do we know in terms of what's in store for 2019? Well, Nick, thank you very much. That's a great way to approach it, actually. I'm well into planning for 2019. And when we talk about what we know, and I think of it in the context of ISMG, we know that we're going to be putting a greater emphasis on global information security and risk management news. You know, this is sort of contrary to other um, media companies that are sort of what contracting a bit and, and scaling back on their news coverage. We want to have an active global news desk so that we're an authoritative source for what's happening in information security risk management around the world. We've got a good foundation for that now with our editors in the U.S., Europe, India, Australia. We want to grow that presence. In terms of our outreach globally, like I said, with our news desk, we want to grow our presence in the other continents, in non-English speaking markets. We started in 2018 doing our first summit, a two-day conference in Brazil. We're going to do more of these in other non-English speaking areas in South America, Asia, Europe throughout 2019. And that goes along with our events as well whether there are one or two day summits or the round table dinners and lunches that we do, we're going to go into to new regions and be discussing new topics with new speakers. And, and I hope bring in a, a new audience for whom information security media group is a new source of information. And we can add their insight to our global community of you know, 750,000 plus subscribers. That's what we know. So, well, it leads on to obviously a nice segue to the next question, which is what don't we know? I mean, obviously, it, it's an ever-evolving space. So what, what do you think is going to surprise us in 2019? Oh, Nick, we're in the news business, and you never know what's coming next. I mean, think about it. There's, we have this site called Data Breach Today, and I always say it's the most unfortunately named site that we have because ever since we came up with it, there's been virtually a breach a day. The next Equifax, the next Starwood is already is always around the corner. And so we know we're going to be responding to what happens for incidents. But if you look at some of the storylines carrying over from 2018, we're going to continue to talk about social media companies, their security and privacy practices, and whether some of those ought to be regulated. We're going to continue to talk about the nation-state influence, whether that's on intellectual capital exfiltration or uh, influence, uh, election influencing, or uh, cyber defenses for critical infrastructure. 
those are stories that are going to continue to evolve. And I'm sure we'll talk more about the global evolution of privacy legislation and the rise in attacks via malware, ransomware, um, new account fraud because of all the information that's out there on everybody. I mean, there's just no shortage of things that we'll be talking about. But because it's the news, you can't predict exactly how that's going to unfold. And for us, that's the unknown. And it's just our job is to be prepared to be able to discuss that, again, on our sites and on our stages at our events. I was going to say, it's, it's like um, a good analogy. I guess we're like undertakers. There's always uh, there's always work for us. I was going to say Boy Scouts, and we must be prepared. <laughs> but, but, yes, I'll support you to a point. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Tom, thanks very much, and uh, have a very happy new year. And um, we'll hit the ground running in January, no doubt. Um, Nick, happy new year to you as well, and certainly to our global audience as well. We look forward to seeing you and engaging with you at our events and on our sites throughout 2019. Thank you very much, and happy new year. Well, that's it for me for 2018. Wish you all the best for a prosperous and cyber instant free new year. Theme music is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Nick Holland. Catch you next year.